Hi there. Welcome to the Isogo TV podcast from isogostrong.com. I'm your host, Becky Hammond, and you and I gather here together on this podcast to fixate on strength in our families and on our teams. Because when we start from assuming strength, we can make relationships easier. This is episode 118. You know, just this past weekend, I was talking to a friend and industry leader who was marveling how life-altering this worldwide crisis has been in both very tragic ways and then when you let it, some ways that he hopes he will have the courage to bring with him as we all step into this next season of unknown, coming out of quarantine. It struck me that this sentiment has been a common theme throughout these episodes. While 2020 is far from what we expected as the year began, it has the potential to be a pivot point in humanity that leaves us stronger than ever before, especially as we choose to fixate on strengths instead of focusing on weakness. We're now nearing the close of this unexpected series here on the Isogo TV podcast about using our strengths in crisis. It, perhaps more than any other series, the conversations we're having here are connecting to people. Thank you for sharing that with me. Today's guest is the CEO of one of Forbes' 35 most influential career sites, Anna Runyon of Classy Career Girl. She also has grown to be a dear friend and inspirational model of business growth and success. Since 2010, Anna has helped thousands of overwhelmed working moms plan out how to find their perfect career so that they can be happier, they can have more time with their families, and still provide for them. As I know personally, her tenacious focus and her humble encouragement are salve for any struggling soul. Today, she shares what life in quarantine has meant for her and her family and her business, and how the systems and lifestyle that she put into place years ago to get out of a stifling corporate role have saved her in this uncertain and unexpected time. As a leader, she shares the huge goal-setting pivot that she led with her team when the second quarter of the year was clearly not going to be what they had expected. And as a mom, she shared what she discovered she needed in order to pull out of the negativity and then into a thriving mode again. You will learn from her tips, her tricks, and her strengths as we dive in with Anna Runyon. All right, well, hello, Anna Runyon. Welcome to the show today. Thanks, I'm excited to be here. Oh, I'm so glad that we had the chance to sit down across state lines to chat with each other about uh, about your story as part of this series of Strengths in Crisis series. Um, I know that you have a unique perspective and you have a unique set of strengths that you've been able to see thrive or not thrive. I don't know. We're going to get into that over the course of this uh, of this crisis. And um I'm just really glad that um, people get to hear your story today. Yeah, it's a really good topic and very timely. So I'm excited for this. All right. So why don't you just start off by telling everybody a little bit about who you are, what your life was like before coronavirus, and then what happened uh, when this kind of crazy crisis hit in your life and your work. Okay, awesome. Well, um, 
Hi guys. Uh, I run a career website and our mission is really to help all women find career fulfillment. So you can, uh, our blog is called classycareergirl.com. It's, it's, it's a little blog I started 10 years ago that turned into my full-time business. And basically we're, we're obsessed with helping women find career fulfillment. So whether that's identifying your ideal career, um, finding your dream job or starting your dream business, uh, we just we just love to help women walk through the steps to really figure out what that ideal career path is for them. And so I work from home before coronavirus. Mm. I was also working from home. I work with my husband. I have two kids. I have a five-year-old and a one and a half-year-old. And before coronavirus, I was walking my daughter to school every day, mm. picking her up every day, uh, working uh, in bits and pieces small chunks of time during the day. Um, and my one and a half year old was home as well. And, um, you know, then this, this all happened and my daughter came, came home from school. Um, so she started homeschooling right away and, um, yeah, we're, we're just, uh, balancing and, and juggling work and school and, um, daycare and everything all, all in one home. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. So you were already, you, you run your business from home. Uh, your husband is on your team. So you are already working together. So in some ways, kind of some of the stuff that everyone is just now experiencing, this is the way kind of you had lived your life for, for a long time. Was there something that you felt, was there something different or stressful that you felt about a crisis period being kind of brought into your lives or does it kind of feel like business as usual in some ways? I think the big change for me was just having more purpose for the work that I do. And so Mm. I think I had kind of just gotten into this Every day I go to work, I run a membership site and I provide these courses and coaching, but I didn't, I had kind of like lost my like passion and my excitement mm. for like the purpose and what I'm, I'm here to do. And so for me, this pandemic has just kind of lit that fire again because wow. my business is, was, we've been preparing for 10 years to serve these people to serve all these people who are on unemployed, you know, who've lost Mm. their jobs, who need to make an income online from home. And so for me, that's, I think that's the biggest change of just like kind of lighting, relighting my fire of like what I'm here to do and what I'm called to do. Um, and what I feel like I've been working so hard to prepare so that I can serve more people. Um, Mm. so that was, that was a big one for me. And when you, when it comes about with like the stress, um, for me, I had, I've had to say no more because I'm Mm. used to having more calls. I'm used to, you know, um, doing a lot of interviews like this. I'm used to doing, uh, you know, private calls with clients and, and saying yes to things. And so I think mm. for me having now my kindergartner home, um, it's, <laughs> it's, and, and wanting to help her learn. We were, before we, we did this interview, we were talking about homeschooling yeah. and how it's, it's like, sit, I have to sit next to her and kind of like, <laughs> you know, make sure she's learning and doing the things and the zoom is working when she's talking to her teacher and she's on the right zoom link. And you know, there's just a, there's a lot more. Um, and it's all good. I mean, I'm definitely not complaining. I really enjoy 
you know, working with her, but I've had to cut kind of like my work time a little bit to make time in the day first thing for, for her homeschool. And so I think that definitely in the beginning had a little bit more stress for me. But, um, I remember sitting down with my husband he was just like, you have to say no to things. You have to just, you know, um, when I said yes to this interview, I had, there were probably about three interviews that I had been delaying saying yes to. Um, and my husband was just like, just, just tell them you can do it next week or the week after, you know, like just kind of push them off a little bit. And you know me, normally I would have been like, yes, yes, I'll do that anytime, you know, next week, whenever we'll do it. And this time it was like, everything is just, yeah, everything is just a little delayed as far as like what I say yes to and what I commit Mm. to. Um, and I think that's like the biggest thing that, that I've had to realize I can't overcommit myself right now. Yeah. I I've often wondered, I, I've, I have felt like when I've looked around at the leaders around me and my friends and family around, I feel like having a kindergartner, like pre-reader, but still you kind of want them to be like learning things educationally in school. So not, you know, not the preschool level. Like, I feel like that might be one of the hardest kids to have home. Like they're, they're not, they don't really self entertain all that much. So, you know, like you said, your daughter uh, earlier, you said your daughter would listen to, um, books, audio books for hours. So that's helpful. But you know, the moment that you depend on her listening to an audio book for two hours because you have a call is the moment she decides that she doesn't want to do that. <laughs> yeah. Or it's, it's finding those little five minute breaks too. Like I'm not, I'm not really mm. alone ever anymore. <laughs> I feel yeah. like so. I think yesterday I was just trying to like have a cup of coffee and read outside for a little bit, you know, and she wanted me to play with her dolls, you know? So it's just mm. like, it's that kind of like you want to give and you want to play, but, but it's also I know I'm a better mom if I have that five minutes of coffee time by myself too. And so it's, it's, it's adjusting and, and realizing that too, and also thriving on a, on a routine and a schedule. We didn't have that in the beginning. And, you know, as this, as the weeks go on, I feel like we're every week, we're just kind of getting a little bit better. We're getting a little bit better. We're getting, and then it's going to be, hopefully be done soon, but that's, that's just every week we just try and like, figure out what worked, what didn't, and try and make our schedule and our routine just a little bit better for all of us. Yeah. It's amazing how something that originally felt like kind of like crisis mode, like we can, we just need to manage for now has become a new normal. Like it's become something that we need to figure out like, okay, what's our new routine look like? And what does summer look like based on what we don't know to be true? You know what I mean? Like what's so uncertain coming up? Um, and certainly somebody with your strengths um, feels like, man, we need to have structure and routine and we need to still have a sense of that we accomplish something in the day. So why don't you uh, give everybody else uh, a glimpse into what are your top five awesome strengths? Yes. So my strengths are focus, achiever, maximizer, relator, and input. Awesome. Every time I hear them, I'm just like, well, of course, you know, like, of course you've done what you've done. It's so amazing. (laughs) Uh, I think your husband would also maybe say you have competition, maybe like number six or something like that. I've never known that. Good to know. Hmm. <laughs> so as you've navigated, maybe your strengths have been something that you've used. I know that you're really, you are, um, 
you serve the women in your community with um, organizations, planning, goal setting. Um, what have been some of the key tools or perspectives that you've used to kind of help navigate this state of crisis? Some of those needs to adjust and pivot like you've been talking about. Um, yeah. So, and so one of the, some of the key tools or perspectives that you've used to kind of navigate that. Yeah. Um, so this was a really good question that, that you asked me because it allowed me to kind of reflect back on these this past month and see where I have used mm-hmm. these strengths too. Um, I think as far as the, my focus strength goes, mm-hmm. um, that can be one that's either good or bad. And I think right when the the everything went crazy and we couldn't leave our houses for the first time and we were homebound and shelter in place, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's my focus strength was actually like very focused on negativity and bad things happening Mm. and being so scared for my life and my kid's life and my parents' life. And so Mm. I think like, you know, that first week, I just remember being like really focusing on, on the negative and realizing, Mm. okay, like, and even my, my husband was watching something and, and, and he said something, he was watching something about the president and he said something and like, it really like, it, it, it affected me, you know, like mm. it really, cause I, I focused too long on the negative stuff. Yeah. So, um, the focus strength can be good if you focus on the positive, but I think that week I was just really focused on too many negative things and it just kind of was like spiraling me. Mm. Um, and then I think just now that the weeks have gone by, I've realized like, I, I don't watch the news. I'll read a couple, I'll read some of the headlines, Um, but keeping a limit on the head, like at that, that week I was just reading everything, right. I was like, it was one thing after another reading all this stuff. And so for me, it was switching to making sure like first thing in the morning, I'm like, you know, I'm not looking at those headlines. I'm filling myself Mm. with positive things and reading books and, you Mm. know, um, positive music and just like filling my brain with as much positive stuff as I can. And then, um, so that was, that's been helpful for the focus, Mm. giving myself a goal, um, you know, and I have goals for myself, for my personal life. I have goals Mm. for my business. And so I've kind of just try and focus on those. Um, and that's definitely helped me. So if you don't have any sort of goal during this, just set, set a, you know, a small goal for your week or set a a goal for, for the month, um, Mm. whatever, whatever month we end up airing this, uh, you know, just setting those, those small little goals of, of something, you know, maybe it's like a daily habit that you want to add to your day, just something to help you start focusing on, on improving yourself during this time. And that leads into kind of like the achiever um, Mm -hmm. strength that that's my number two. I think I've using, I'm using my achiever and you can tell me what you think of this because you're the (laughs) expert in this in strengths, but, um, but I'm thinking like, I have this, like, um, I, I want to use this time as an opportunity and think through more of like, what, what can I do now? What does this make possible? And so mm. I think that might help my achiever strength because I'm like, okay, this, this is a pretty sucky situation. You know, this, mm. this is, you know, this is not great, but how can we turn it into a positive? Um, I think that has helped my achiever strength. Does that sound yeah. like it can be that <laughs> song? Right? Yeah, maybe. I mean, you know, like you're talking about like those, um, like, well, when you said like those little goals, right? That's all about focus, like having something to really hit, uh, hone in on. And the little goals are 
these little celebrations that you get to have as an achiever, right? It's like a checklist off here and there. Um, and I, you know, I I don't know, like, so I'm an achiever as well. So for me, it was kind of interesting because, um, I have felt like throughout this period, there have been times where I'm just like, meh, I don't really feel like doing anything, (laughs) which is very unusual. Um, and so have you ever, did you ever feel, have you ever felt in the last like six weeks or so where you you didn't feel energized like you usually do, or you felt like, you know, a, a little bit off, I mean, off focus, or um, I don't want to say floundering, because that might be a little bit too strong, but something that we were just like, man, I don't feel like myself, what's going on? Yeah, I mean, definitely, um, you know, in the beginning, when there's just all mm. the the fear associated with it, and then, um like luckily, like I have a planning system that I I use every week, every day, every month. And so that kind of keeps me on track. So if there's something that you did like January 1st, if you wrote any goals down, go back to those goals, Mm. like, um, you know, kind of make your next 90 day plan. And so luckily for me, um, so, you know, this happened in the, everything happened in March, April 1st is kind of my 90 day check-in. So every quarter I create Mm. a new 90 day plan for myself. And so that kind of, because I have that routine and that system in my day to day on April 1st, I knew even though March just was like, I don't even know what happened that month. I think we're all in like a a state of shock, shock. but April 1st, I knew, okay, like I, I can't live, like live in this, in this mindset anymore. Mm. Like it's my April 1st, 90 day plan. I need to start looking from April to June. And so for me, June, like I look at June, that's my daughter's birthday. It's summer. Mm. Like there's, there's, there's vision. I have something in the, you know, that I'm excited about. And so I think that really helped me is having that, those goals for the next 90 days and knowing by yeah. the end of this 90 days, this whole thing better look very different you know, than, than where it was April 1st. So yeah. I think that helped me. I think that yeah. got me out of that like kind of funk, you know, that you're kind of live with. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like it pulled you back into like the sweet zone or the sweet spot of what your strengths are meant to do, which is stay focused on a goal, make checklists that help you get to the, get to the end of that goal. Do you think that when you, on April 1st, when you sat down, was there anything that you felt like, okay, this has to be dramatically different than I might have otherwise planned if this hadn't happened. Like, were there things in March that you didn't like achieve or was it just like, man, now there's a different like sensitivity or there's a different, you know, I don't know, tone that you need to take. What, what were you hearing from your members that kind of started to, to make that April through June plan be different than you might've ever imagined it would be? Well, one of the biggest things I did, because I do the 90-day planning with my team too, and I remember that we had a meeting very beginning of April, um, and I told them, usually I go over our goals and like, you know, we're going to get, you know, this many sales, you know what I mean? It's very like, there's goals. And this month, and this, for the month I said, our two goals are to Mm. serve our members and to Mm. stay healthy. Like, Mm. that's it you know, because one of my, one of our teammates is in the Philippines, you know, and so Mm. she's, you know, quarantined and worried there too. And so like, 
and, and if, if our team, if anyone, anyone on our team, you know, gets sick, yeah. that really helps us not, or that really makes it so we can't serve our yeah. members, you know? And like, obviously right. we don't want anyone sick, but because we have that bigger purpose and the bigger, bigger mm-hmm. mission to really, you know, create jobs right now and to help people mm-hmm. find jobs and to help people start businesses. It's kind of like that bigger mission and purpose, like pulling you through. And so that's the big change is like, there's no, I don't have the huge like yeah. number goals right now. Um, I'm a small business trying to survive like every other small business right now. And so, you know, I don't have huge, like my, my normal, you know, um, income goals and sales goals and all that. It's just replaced by serve people as much as possible right now and wow. stay healthy, which means going for walks or going out and getting a little sign, you know, or reading a book mm. or taking a nap. Um, that's part of my goals right now because I need to stay wow. healthy to serve people too. Um, and as far as our members go, I did a poll about what people want and wh- where they were at. And the top thing on our, on the poll was that people wanted virtual coffee dates and we we weren't doing that before. We weren't, yeah, we weren't offering a way for our members to connect with each other. And Mm -hmm. so that was something that we added this month and it went great. Um, so I think like if you run a, if anyone is listening who runs a business, you know, creating an opportunity maybe for your customers to connect with each other, um, or you to connect with, with your customers. Like I've added more coaching sessions into my Mm -hmm. membership as well. Um, so I can, it goes back to my goals. It's serving people and staying healthy. And that's one way I felt like I could serve people more is by doing like weekly, you know, Q and A Mm -hmm. sessions in there too. Um, you know, people are just, they're lonely alone, you know, at yeah. home. And so they're thriving off that. They can't go to a networking event. They, you know, we can't, we can't go to large events anymore. And so they're mm-hmm. thriving off any sort of like virtual connection with like-minded people. Mm-hmm. And that's my relator strength <laughs> right there. Yeah, totally. Totally. Like you're like, Oh my goodness, you just spoke my language community. Like you want one-on-one coffee dates? Like, let's do it. Right. <laughs> Exactly. So then I, yeah, I break them up into little, um, on zoom, you can break people into groups of two. And so it's literally, you know, it's one hour and breaking them in and they're literally having coffee or whatever they're drinking at the time (laughs) and, and connecting for an hour with like five people. Like it's, it's pretty cool. That is awesome. That is amazing. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about your relator strength. I mean, relator strength is one that thrives off of deep one-on-one connection. Um, I know that you enjoy your time with a few, um, you know, a few different people one-on-one, just kind of being able to, um, being able to relate and have meaningful conversations. Um, what's that been like now that that's all turned virtual? How has your relator strength felt fed? or not fed, you know, starved in some ways, or, um, what does that look like for you? Um, well, you know, in some ways, um, I, I haven't been doing too much like in-person networking for a long time. Cause, mm. um, every time I have a baby, it's like, I put, <laughs> I put a stop to all my like speaking events and networking events. And so I hadn't like picked any of that back up again, um, since my one half year old was born. So a lot of my networking has been, um, Mm. virtual. Um, and as far as our members go, I mean, it's, it's definitely, um, 
you know, I do on the zoom calls. I like talking to my members. I I like meeting them. Mm. Um, you know, I like having that, getting to know them better. Mm. I, I definitely thrive off that. And so, and in the, we have a private Facebook group too. And so, um, you know, I'm in there every day as well, like meeting Mm. people through that type of connection too. Cause I'm an, I'm an introvert. So I think that's more of me. Like I can like think through my answers to things as well. Like if someone asks a question in a Facebook group, I can, I can, you know, relate to them, but it doesn't have to be like speaking, I guess. Like I can, you know, communicate in written form too. And that's, that's Mm. where this all started with my blog is communicating in written form. That's why the goal is still there, Becky, of writing, writing the book and that you're going to, you're going to remind me. (laughs) (laughs) It will happen again. Um, but so yeah, it's, it's relating to people through, through written form too. I don't, I hope that's, that can happen in the relator strength too, but I feel like that's how I relate to people too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, um, so, so in a lot of ways it didn't, it didn't really change, right? Like it, it was like, no, I can do this just as well as I did before, but in some ways I wonder, I mean, and maybe this, the coffee date request is, is a sign of that, that people were more thirsty or even more willing to go there with you as well. Like, okay, well, I guess this is it, right? Like this is what we have to do in order to forge relationships. Um, so it wasn't just you being the proactive one, but now they're kind of like, how do I get my people time without people? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think it's definitely like, you know, being relating to them too, as far as like, I'm just like them. Um, mm. I'm home working with kids, home, trying to homeschool mm. too. And I think that has helped too, is just like being completely, myself too. And we're all in the same situation. Like, you know, a couple months ago I lived a very abnormal life and (laughs) everyone thought I was crazy, uh, working from home with my husband and two kids. And, Mm -hmm. um, but now everyone's kind of in the same boat. And so I think that's helped me spark a lot more conversations. Like in Mm -hmm. our classic career network, Facebook group, I've just sparked a lot of conversations and gotten a lot of engagement on there. Just asking, Mm -hmm questions that relate to me that other people can relate to too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, suddenly now it's like, wait a minute, you've been doing this for years. You've been working with your husband at home at the same time as you like, what the heck, how are you doing that? Right? Like you have probably some hacks and tricks and communication practices that you've built over the years, um, that have allowed you guys to really thrive working together. And now all of a sudden people are seeing like, Oh, you're the expert in this. Help. How do we do this type of thing? (laughs) Yeah. And anyone really, I mean, I have to say too, like anyone can, you know, create an income from being online too. Like it's Mm. the, there, there are possibilities. I think people are starting to see that too. Like, what is it that you do? Like your business (sighs) hasn't really been affected by this pandemic. Like, you know, there's not like a huge, um, you know, I, my, my brother-in-law, he runs a restaurant, you know, and, and he had to close mm. his restaurant. And so it's just like, it's, it's interesting, like the, the, the dynamics of people that you never, you know, would have thought would have any sort of issues with their business. And yeah. then to just be like, you know, still, oh, I'm still doing this, <laughs> the same thing <laughs> and it's, and it's still working and, you know, I'm having fun and life is good. And so, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, it's definitely an interesting, interesting time that 
but anyone can do it. I mean, that's the more importantly, that's, that's my whole like, you know, mission of like, you know, if you want freedom, if you want flexibility, if you want to continue this while working from home and, you know, if you're enjoying, you know, spending more time with your kids or if you're enjoying being able to go outside and take a walk Mm. in the middle of the day, you know, and not being like strained to your desk, it's possible. It's definitely possible. Yeah. I think people are seeing if, if they don't see the possibility, they're at least seeing the benefit and it's starting to make them think like, wait, what? Wait, how could I actually keep some of this? I mean, I've talked to a couple different people about, you know, uh, the one thing, like if you were going to keep one thing from this time, what would it be? And you and the way that you have uh, organized and arranged your life is showing people that it's possible, maybe not just to keep one thing, but to keep more than one thing. (laughs) Uh, If you, if you really love the things that have, have happened when you're at home with the people that you love the most. Yeah. I love that. That just like what, yeah. What are those things you're going to bring with, with you? Like when this quarantine is over, that's such a good question, Becky. I love that. Mm, Thanks. Um, okay. Let's just go one more step into your strengths and see if, um, you can tell all of us if there has been an instance where you felt like one of your strengths has hindered you in some way during this season, you know, we all are in, um, real lives. And even in a place where it's not a time of crisis, our strengths, our talents, let's say, don't always, um, <laughs> they don't, they don't always behave properly, right? Like uh, my achiever strength often gets in the way of me building relationships with other people um, because I'm like, well, we got to do these things. Um, so have you, can you think of an instance where a strength of yours or a talent of yours has, has hindered you in some way during this time? I think, um, the achiever when it comes to now homeschooling Mm. and I was telling, I was telling you Becky before this, there's, there's certain criteria that my daughter is supposed to do every day, you know, that her teacher, you know, has said is required. And so my achiever strength really wants to check the box and make sure every day we're following the plan, you know, <laughs> that all is going well. Cause she, you know, she can see what she's doing. And, um, so I think it's obviously something that a lot of parents are struggling with right now. Yeah, right. Especially yeah. as we're like ending the school year, it's getting harder. The sun is out. It's getting closer to summer. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's, I've had to learn, you know, it's not, um, she needs to learn through it. Obviously we can't say like, you're not doing any work. Um, but you know, that there's, it doesn't have to be, I don't have, she doesn't have to check all the boxes and you know, it doesn't have to be completely perfect. And we're just doing the best that we can at this point in time. Um, so I'm still learning that one. (laughs) I think even this morning, I'm still learning that one. Yeah. Well, um, from a fellow achiever, it's hard to talk that down off the ledge sometimes, you know, right. It's like putting in perspective. Um, I mean, I've done the same thing with our kids. I'm like, okay, someone's going to look back at your life and be like, Oh, were you in first grade in the spring of 2020? Oh, that's why you can't read that. Well, like, I mean, I'm kind of like futurizing <laughs> out that far, you know, like maybe everyone gets a pass. I, I don't know. We do have to talk ourselves down off the ledge though, because in some ways it's like, yeah, it's important, but one semester, you know, if this goes on to next year, then we'll figure out a different routine. But one semester is, um, is not going to, it's not going to put anyone off course for life. That's for sure. 
Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's definitely just, especially now too. No, I mean, for myself, knowing I can't achieve everything that, you know, I could have when I had, you know, more, more of those focus hours. Like, so for me with my focus strength, I need those long breaks, those long hours of time, you know, three, four hours. That would, that's my dream. I don't, I haven't had three, four hours of focus time (laughs) since this quarantine started. And I'm lucky to have an hour. Lucky to have an hour if that I can ever get that of just, I mean, I can't believe we had, we haven't had any interruptions today. Um, so like, you know, just knowing that I can't, I don't have that focus time. Um, so it's, you know, each day I write down, you know, this each day I write down like my Mm. top three priorities for the day and I do my best to complete those three things. Usually they're simple. Like today was prepared for this interview. Like that mm-hmm. was one of my things. Um, you know, so I'm going to be done with this. I'm going to check that off like my <laughs> achiever strength. <laughs> so, um, but just keeping it simple and not overloading it. Like I'm not also trying to like, you know, write a book right now. It's not my mm. season, but uh, Becky will hold me accountable to make sure I do it <laughs> someday. Um, but you know, just, just knowing what that, what this time is for and like what I need to, what my priorities are so I can focus on those and not get mm. sidetracked on like being the next IGTV superstar or something or learning a new, so- <laughs> learning TikTok. I'm not learning TikTok right now. Okay. <laughs> like I'm directing my focus to my priorities and not letting myself, my focus get off track. <laughs> mm. Yeah. So in some ways, like kind of reorienting your focus strength to like, okay, I'm staying on track versus I need these three hours or these four hours in order to let my focus strength thrive. Cause ideally you would have like, okay, this, this is my priority for the day. Now I'm going into my hole for three to four hours. I'm going to get these things done and then I'm going to come out. I'm going to be like, Oh, this was awesome. But instead it sounds like maybe you're kind of recalibrating yes. that a little bit to say, okay, as long as I can stay focused on these three things, whether or not it's like 10 minutes here, five minutes here, 20 minutes here, you know, uh, Oh my goodness, no one interrupted me for 45 minutes type thing. Um, then you can feel a sense of satisfaction or a sense of like, wow, I did, I did what I needed to do today. I I showed up with my best and kind of who I, and who I was today. Exactly. That's what I've had to do. I mean, Mm. all this time having kids and running a business and, um, because family is one of my values and it's important Mm. to me, like we didn't, we have not had that much childcare. Like we want, we want to hang out with the kids and as much as we can. And so I have had to learn those 15 minutes can add up. Like if you don't think Mm. you have time, like you can do a lot in 15 minutes when you do the daily, um, you know, or you, you find that time or you wake up earlier. That's, that was my, um, my, my goal for April was to wake up before the kids and work out every morning. Mm. Um, and that, I think that had helped my, my mindset a lot too, is just getting that time for myself. And now it's become a habit, right? Cause I've done it yeah. for a whole month. And so then it kind of helps become a habit. And so now I like, I like crave that time, like quiet mm. time in this house you it's hard to find. <laughs> so I crave it. I crave those mornings and I have to wake up before the kids because that's my time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so true. Um, I love how you, so you, you created what your overall goals were, um, serve, serve your members, serve your clients, serve women who are trying to find a job or launch their own business. 
and stay healthy. And then for April, in order to do those things, you broke it down and you said, okay, well then for April, I'm going to get up before the kids because that's good for my mental health. That's good for my physical health. And that's moving towards that goal of not only staying healthy, but freeing your mind to be able to serve people. So I just, I love how that, that commitment to kind of change your swooping overarching goals for April, May, and June have then come down to like feeding you so that you can feed other people. Um, it's just, it's such a gift that you were able to do by recalibrating because it wasn't necessarily the plan that you had for April, May, and June. That's for sure. Yeah. You can recalibrate anytime too. I mean, it's, it's sometimes we do get off track and things happen. And I know for me, after I do like a big launch in my business, like, you know, that's for me when I need to kind of just like reassess everything and re, Mm. you know, is this still where I'm headed? Is this still my goal? Um, because it just, when things take so much out of you, you know, you kind of just have to like reassess where you're, where you're headed. But yeah, I love how you said that. Cause it does carefully. I mean, I meant it for my, for, for more of my team, right? Like when mm. I told my team, these are our two goals for the team, for you guys. But I never yeah. really thought about how I was like, I actually, <laughs> you know, and it's important as the leader, you got to be the role model and you got to lead your team. But yeah, so I, I had made that goal for myself. So I'm feeling healthy. So that's good. I'm very, very thankful. And I think gratitude too. I, we haven't mentioned that, but that's a huge yeah. one. Like every single day, like writing down things I'm grateful mm. for, talking about what I'm grateful for, thinking about it, like just even like, you know, sun, like, you know, or a cup of coffee or like whatever it is, like just I'm, I'm constantly because we're stuck in that house, you know, I'm constantly saying I'm thankful for the house and I'm constantly Mm. like telling myself those like thoughts about like each, each, even each room in my house, you know, like just even any little thing, um, in the house or food or like anything, you know, it's just this simple toilet paper, you know, the little things, (laughs) toilet paper. Um, exactly. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I love that um, that you reoriented your 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 mindset. And I feel like it's a really big deal for you. I mean, I've known you for several years now. You've taken your business from something that from a place where it was doing pretty well, but not something that you felt like could like sustain your family. Um, your husband has joined on with you. Um, so I've known you for a long time, and I've known that you have had income goals, financial goals, like membership goals, like all these different goals, every 90 days, every month, every week, like all broken down. And so, so to me, it feels like a huge, um, a huge maturity of your strength to say, you know what, we're going to focus on serving people and on staying healthy. You know, of course, in your mind, I know you're thinking because that's going to help us get past this. And then we can reset all those income goals and all that (laughs) after this. Right. But to me, that feels like a really healthy dialing down of that, like a focus achiever maximizer, not that they're not being used, but they're just being redirected in a different, uh, different orientation. They're just kind of saying, you know what, we have to adjust to how the world is feeling right now to how our team is feeling right now. You as a leader of your team, um, caring about where they're coming from and knowing that if they're healthy and not just like coronavirus healthy, but like healthy of mind, of spirit, of body, that they're going to be able to show up and serve your members um, even more. So I just, I love that you have been able to, to um, 
to pivot a little bit and to to uh, hone your strengths towards something different, even though if at any other point, maybe in the last couple of years, someone would have said, you know that in 2020, you're going to, uh, you're going to not have any income goals for three months. You'd be like, that's dumb. No, that is not true. That could never happen. Right. Um, but instead you're allowing that to happen as a leader and as somebody who's trying to lead as an example to the women that you serve as well. So um, from, from coach to friend, from friend to friend, I, I, I see that for you and, um, and with you. And I just, I celebrate that with you, that pivot in this crisis that, that you're really able to, to thrive because it's, um, it's not the case. It's not the case for everyone. And I, um, I love that they can see, people can see um, thriving in crisis. So kudos, friend. I love that. Yeah, I think people are just thriving for um, po- positivity too. There's yeah. so much. There's so many negative new things that. Um, so that's that's my final tip too. Is just like just remember like people need mm. us and people need that positive light online right now because everyone's online. I mean, our engagement yeah. has increased. I'm sure your has yours has mm-hmm. too because everyone's home on social media. And so just think about mm-hmm. how you can help people and serve people, even if it's just mm. one person a day and just being that like positive resource for them. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. Thanks for sharing the wisdom that you share um, with your own community, with our community today. And um, we just, we learn a lot from your example of how to continue to thrive in crisis um, and how to serve people, knowing that you will thrive if you're serving people. So Thank you so much. And thanks for being willing to dig into your strengths with us and showing, sharing with us um, what it has looked like to live uh, in your house and your work during this kind of unprecedented end of time that we've had. So thanks for coming on today, Anna. Thanks so much. Thank you, Becky. This was fun. Thanks, guys. Bye now. Her community's desire for coffee dates is the thing that just keeps coming back to me. Like really? Of all the things that you want that an expert like Anna could help you with and what you crave and need for this community of businesswomen is coffee dates. To togetherness, connection, a place to be real and talk. You know, perhaps getting back to those coffee dates is the route towards what we feel so devoid of in this time. Anna Running and her community of over 30,000 women are coming together to help fill this void and create connection, even in the distance. If you're a woman who is considering a career transition or have ever thought about giving your own business a try, you should definitely connect with Classy Career Girl. Over on her website, you'll find over 2,000 articles, input, talk about input, (laughs) and some crazy good direction on how to get started. And you should just find that spark to bring your dream career to life. Connect with Classy Career Girl at classycareergirl.com and over on Instagram, the same classy career girl. In the same, in the coming episodes, we're going to wrap up this series with just a couple more interviews from areas of work and life that impact us as a community every day. A young teacher from a public elementary school and another leader or two from the healthcare industry. If we're not already connected, I would love to connect with you personally over on Instagram or LinkedIn, where we can continue this conversation around strengths and families and healthcare teams On Instagram, you can find me 
at isogostrong, and on LinkedIn, Becky Hammond. Also, let's talk about your strengths for just a quick second before we sign off. If you don't know your top five Clifton strengths from the Strengths Finder, or if you know them but maybe haven't really done too much with them yet, you know, they're stuffed in a drawer somewhere, you're not in a boat by yourselves. You know, many great leaders and moms have yet to discover their strengths and figure out how to really let them make an impact in their lives and their work. And really, it's so much easier than you might think. I'd love to help give you a jump start as your virtual coach. Since you've joined us here today, I'd love to give you $5 off the Strength Startup Virtual Coach Kickstarter. That makes it under $20. It's an email coaching series that you'll get from me. And in there, you'll get insights into your talents and strengths, as well as some action that you can take to make relationships easier around you in stress and beyond. If you go over to isogostrong.com slash strengths startup, you can check it out. There are two great options. One, if you already know your top five strengths and one, if you have yet to discover them. So you can choose the track that's best for you. Again, you can use the code virtualcoach5 for $5 off. I'd be honored to get a chance to get to know you and your amazing, amazing strengths. Cause you and your strengths have the power to make a ripple effect in your family and on your team, and ultimately across the entire world. We can feel that now more than ever. The world needs your strengths. So learn them, love them, and live them in your own circles of influence. Until next time on Isogo TV.